and welcome to another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. Awesome sauce. What's up, Nicole? What's going on? A lot of nothing and a, I don't know, what's the saying? <laughs> a whole lot of something and a whole lot of nothing. There we go. <laughs> um, not a whole lot was actually in the media I think everyone's still in the frenzy of HBO Max cutting Batgirl so um we there's been actually some reports which we'll discuss later of what is actually safe um there hasn't been any confirmation on other projects that we've discussed but a couple of them did get were vocally said that they will be safe um I don't know why I found this so interesting, um, but Tom Cruise and Christopher McQuarrie are developing a project around Cruise's iconic Leslie Grossman character from Tropic Thunder uh, via Deadline and MovieRankings.net on Twitter. So personally, I've never seen Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I've seen parts of it. Um, I just thought you would like that. I found it interesting. I think hot take i think tom cruise needs something to do after he's done with mission impossible so <laughs> i think this was like his next bet he's like let me get back into comedy no it's les grossman is a beloved character from tropic thunder so i was i was happy to hear that he's getting a spin-off series um and i think it'll be interesting because it's a side of tom cruise i don't think many people know um, kind of rate him for so I'm excited to see what they say based on his performance in that um, just now or I'm in general I'm excited to, to hear about that in general I think I think it's going to be a great project things will be very exciting yeah no I agree I think he's a fantastic actor regardless of what people think of him so I think it'll be interesting to see him go uh, see what, what other projects he's involved with after he's done with Mission Impossible and um, after Maverick. Um, so I know we discussed a couple weeks ago the whole uh, VFX people coming and saying how Marvel is probably one of their top uh, clients that don't treat them well with VFX. So I actually read today that uh, when Marvel moved forward with the release date or moved forward the release date of Avengers Endgame, they forgot to tell the VFX teams behind the film. Um, and I quote, So we found out from a press release that we had one month, le- one less month to work on all these shots, and the source is gizmodo.com, uh, Disney slash Marvel, and Discussing Film is the one who reported it from them. Wait, 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 wait. Can you repeat what you just said again? Not the, not the, not the press release part, but the when beginning Marvel part. moved forward the release date, so they they kind of worded it wrong, or they worded it not well. Um, so when Marvel initially was releasing Endgame, it was supposed to release, I think, in June or May, something like that. In May, um, they moved it a month, like a move a month forward. So it released on April 26th instead of May. So they were saying that when Marvel decided to move the release date like a month before, the VFX team found out in the press that they only had a month less to work on the VFX. How do you do that? How, how, I, sorry, we're talking about a multi 
billion dollar company. How, how do you do that? How do you not tell the team working behind your movie that you're moving the whole movie forward, which changes the deadline of the VFX shots that you're asking them to do? That makes no sense to me whatsoever. Honestly, that is that is the biggest part of doo-doo I've ever heard in my life. On are you whose serious? End? How? Whose end are you saying is a pile? So who's who's who on on Marvel's end? You don't tell your team that you're moving everything forward. That, what are you I talking about? I was just as shocked as you are. Right? I just didn't know what to say with that because that's kind of that's a dick move, to be honest. It's not even a dick move. It's super unprofessional, and two, this this not what you expect from a company like Marvel. Oh, you expect them to be on time with everything. So who's responsible for that? Is that Faggy? Is that director? Um, I don't. That's, responsible that's what for I that? was thinking of. I was trying to think of not how to defend it, but I was trying to think. Okay, like Faggy's always Faggy is the president of the company, as we know, and he he is behind a lot of projects or every project. But I don't know if he's necessarily has a hand in that. I feel like that would be more of a director style thing or even just like the, the crew or like, you know what I mean? Like maybe their team behind it. Cause aren't directors always in the cuts? I disagree. Aren't directors? Yeah, but that, but, but it's the producer is the one who brings all the people together. So the producer brings the director in, the producer brings a VFX studio in. So to me, it sounds like that's on Feige. I mean, yeah, you could you could say you could say it's and also who's the one who moves the projects forward? That's Feige. So Feige made the call. Somebody in Feige's team has to come down and tell the director has to tell the VFX team, hey, we're moving it forward before there's a press release that comes out. Well, I don't want to. I don't really want to defend anyone in this case, but maybe he did decide to move it forward. But no, but but then he maybe he related to somebody and they were supposed to. But even in that case, like you that's, should be. That's what I'm saying. You should be in charge of making sure that that follow up gets followed through. Exactly. Um, but any other thoughts on this uh, comment that was made? <sighs> that's that just seems very indicative of what we're hearing now from VFX Studios about working with Marvel. So to me, I question not only their ability to uphold work standards, but also just being a professional company that people want to work with. Honestly, I'm happy that this did come out because now it kind of sheds a whole new light on this company. And even though like we're, we are Marvel fans, like this just shows like even like a studio that you love and adore so much is shady. Like there are there it's being shady now when whenever a movie comes out. So I'm hoping like even with She-Hulk, like now I'm kind of registering like why the VFX doesn't look well or why it didn't look well in the first place because they're not giving their team maybe like a heads notice or like any kind of heads up hey we're gonna set we're gonna release a trailer but then that looks bad on that VFX team and everyone's making comments like the CGI looks bad right. so I hope they get their shit together I hope that they just learn from this I don't even know I don't even know if it's shit together I, I just think it's, it's just blatant disrespect <laughs> i mean i i i don't know any other way no, to I look agree. at that besides just being unprofessional and 
but to be to be honest, like even if it's not foggy, somebody needs to be held responsible for that oversight. That is that is huge no, it is. to me. I agree. Um, speaking of Marvel, <laughs> um, this is something you and I briefly texted about a week ago. I just wanted to bring it back full circle, um, just because I found it to be an interesting topic of conversation. Giancarlo Esposito reveals he has met with Marvel Studios. He adds that he would want to play Professor X, sources discussing film and a TikTok link. I did not get to see who the TikToker was, but my question for us is what role... Now he plays all he plays these amazing roles, and this is something that I have noticed also that someone made the comment on Twitter. Um, he does play the same role continuously. Um, so, if you had to pick any role in the MCU for him to play moving forward, is there a specific role you'd love to see him in? Well, I think what people brought up was Magneto. Yeah, that was a one. That was a good which one. I think it's a good shout. But honestly, I do want to see him cry try and do Charles Xavier. I do want to see him become Professor X. I think that's very interesting to me. And I think by him playing a good guy, it will break this cycle of typecasting that he's in right yeah. now, where everyone only looks at him as the villain. Even though he plays villains incredibly well, I would like to see him play something else. And I think that's kind of this whole spin people are in where they're saying oh well he's gonna be terrible as xavier because he plays bad guys so well and i'm like that's not how it works he's an actor he's supposed to adapt to whatever you put in front of him it's just that he's been given these these villain roles and he nails it every single time that hollywood looks at him as a, a bad as a villain so i would like to see him play um you know, maybe even a president, maybe even... I mean, he kind of played a president in Far Cry. But, I, you know, I, I think he can play a, a good guy role, quote-unquote. So, I would I would be excited to see him play um, Professor X. Um, I do agree. I, I know that there's been rumors out there that he was cast as Doctor Doom or whoever he cast. Um, but I agree. I, I would rather see him in a different role. I think Professor X would probably be the best, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. I, I would say if I had to pick a good guy for him to play, it, it would be Charles Xavier. Um, any other thoughts on Giancarlo Esposito? I mean, the guy can do anything. He has a fantastic I just, range. I don't like the narrative that people are trying to build and saying that, oh, well, he's he plays villains really well, so he can't play. Charles Xavier. I'm like, you need to get your head out of your ass because that makes no sense. That makes absolutely no sense. Because it's like saying, so like, if we bring back our first point, like, what about Tom Cruise playing Les Grossman? Like, Les Grossman is a horrible person. And you don't expect Tom Cruise, Maverick, Top Gun, and all of these great movies he's done to play such a terrible character. But he does, and he nails it. So... Why can't we attribute that same respect to Giancarlo Esposito? That's why I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. I don't get people's angle on this topic. No, I don't either. I feel like, I was going to say, I feel like if you're an actor, you can play any role, but that's, I, I don't know. That That's like a topic of discussion. But no, this would compare to me for John Cena. <laughs> I just, 
with his original roles. I, there were certain roles I can't see him in, and then I got him to Peacemaker, and I was like, okay. I still feel like it's different though because because with Giancarlo he's played amazing characters like Emmy winning Oscar winning type performances consistently while John Cena I don't think we can say that same respect until maybe Peacemaker so I think it's slightly different but I still think that it's it's such a terrible argument people are trying to make and saying oh well he plays bad guys so he can play a good guy i'm like what what are you on that makes no sense well switching to um actually dc now i actually found i i the ones i found were incredible for me to me um so hbo max confirmed series to move forward so there are two confirmed series ready to move forward um so a lot of people when a lot of fans were speculating that certain projects weren't going to be brought forward because they were scared since Batgirl got cancelled with no notice. Um, One of the hot topics were the Black Canary film and the Black Canary film remains in active development at HBO Max. Journée Smollett will reprise her role with Misha Green set to write the script, the sources tvline.com and discussing film which I found that to be I liked her. I, I think she was one of the best characters in Harley Quinn, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. I, I really I really don't know what you want me to say. Um, okay, great. Like I didn't I didn't think that series was in danger at all anyway. So um, moving on, so Green Lantern series is still moving forward. All involved are taking their time with the series to ensure they get it right. Finn Whitrick, Whitrock, and Jeremy Irvine will star as Guy Gardner and Alan Scott, respectively, sources Hollywood Reporter in discussing the film. I know that was one that you had mentioned last week. Um, Gal Gadot is confirmed to appear in upcoming DC projects. Now, I don't know how this one came about, but I want to say that there were rumors that it was, there was a spilled rumor out there last week that she was actually going to be set to appear in upcoming projects, so it was confirmed a couple days ago. And then I found it again today, so I thought that was interesting. Um, but good for her. I, I think she's trying. I think they're trying to get her back in the game since '84 was such a horrible film. I don't know. Um, and then Joker Foley Ado, starring Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga, received a set premiere date of October 4th, 2024, and I believe it is set to be a musical as well, with Joaquin Phoenix, respectively, reprising his role as Joker and Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. So there's been speculation, and I'm curious. Has yes, that been they confirmed, confirmed it. As, as yeah. Lady, that, that Lady Gaga yeah, is playing Yeah, they, they said, like, a DC or somebody released a video that, that like, confirmed even like a premiere date okay i i haven't seen anything confirming that she's playing harley quinn but that's great um again great call i see nothing wrong with anything you've said so far no i don't either i think it's awesome i think it's amazing um i'm actually looking it up now on twitter because i saw a yeah Discussing film even released a Joker fully at 
the title is officially announced with Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga both confirmed to star. And it's just a video with both of their silhouettes. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw the silhouette. I saw the silhouette video, but I, I, but that hasn't led me to to the confirmation of Lady Gaga being Harley Quinn. I haven't seen that yet. All I know is that she's in. Oh, so you're waiting on so, DC. I'm surprised. I'm I'm surprised that yes, I'm waiting on DC to say that that's what they do. Because to me, everyone's you know making up theories that that's who she's gonna play when. We don't know that's who she's gonna play. Plus, it's a musical; like, we don't know where it's gonna go. So, yeah, that's what I. She might just be like, she might just be like, and then also like, Zazie Beats is coming back to. to yeah, the I Joker saw that too. So, it's it. We who knows what it could be. It may not be Harley. It may be another character that is out of the woodwork. Maybe maybe it's a neighbor. You know, I. I think we're jumping on the bandwagon a little bit too quickly before we've got any confirmation at this point uh, yeah i just i, I found it a little interesting today when i just when i saw it and i i had noted it from um a couple days ago when i saw the release um they did <laughs> i know how you feel about your releases um they released a halloween final kill whatever it's called halloween trailer for um yeah, what's her name? Michael Myers and Lori. I forget who. I forget the actress. Shoot, I forgot too. My father says Courtney Cox. No, that's Scream. <laughs> um. Oh my God, she was. Jamie, Jamie, yeah. Yes. So I haven't actually seen that trailer yet, but I know that uh, it's it's the final Halloween kills. Any thoughts on that? Great. <laughs> um, but any thoughts on anything we've discussed tonight? No. Uh, I mean, we didn't even discuss the these the HBO Max content that isn't gonna come out. Which is there? I only know of Batgirl. Is there anything else that has been announced? So, according to a tweet I found maybe like a couple weeks ago, HBO Max is canceling CNN Plus and all of its programming. Raised by Wolves, Close Enough, Gordita Chronicles, Made for Love, Chad, Full Frontal with Samantha B, Three Busy Debras. Joe Perra talks with you. Naomi, Legends of Tomorrow, oh, yeah. Snowpiercer, The Wonder Twins, Scoob Holiday Haunt, and obviously Batgirl. And that's what's been confirmed. Did you so see? Far. So KJ Appa from Riverdale was supposed to be in The Wonder Twins. It was him and some other actress. And I just like I, I was reading the comments and I was like, <laughs> but why? Because he said he wanted to be a superhero. He wanted to be in DC or Marvel, and then he got cast in that. So there was just a lot of, like, I don't want to say backlash, but a lot of comments about that. So I'm not even surprised that the Wonder Twins didn't even make it. Um, but there has been a lot of concern that a lot of HBO original shows, um, I don't know if you and I had texted about this, but I know the flight attendant was brought up. Um, what else was 
There's a couple of them. I want to say Barry was brought up. They just... Yeah, but I think... I think those are safe. Like, I don't see HBO canceling Barry that just won an Emmy. No, I think Barry... And this year and last year. That doesn't make... That doesn't make some sense to me. The flight attendant, I think may have been up there but it is still a profitable um product for hbo max so it doesn't make sense i was mostly concerned with um they just released for little liars an original sin that show i don't know if you've seen it has i don't know if jenna has seen it either um highly highly recommend and i love what they're doing with it because a lot of hbo shows oh I'll, I'll get to that one in a second. But a lot of HBO shows are just doing it one by one a week. This show is doing it two a week. And I I want to say this week they're doing three releases. Like three on Thursday. Re-releasing on Thursday. Um, which we like. Because it leaves off on a gr- great cliffhanger on like the second or third episode that is released. So... But I highly, highly recommend that show. Fantastic. Um, nothing really like the original show, but it, it's kind of just my, like, this person, A, like, doesn't give a shit. And it's amazing. Um, the Time Traveler's Wife. Great show. Horrible content. Um, I don't know if you've seen that yet with Theo James and... Uh, Leslie, I forgot her last name, but she's from Game of Thrones. Um, a lot of people were saying chemistry was off. I don't know if I saw that, but I definitely saw like just like the content that they were bringing to the storyline. Like they were just, it, it was just not perceived well by the audience, especially since it was a film with Rachel McAdams. Um, but yeah, just hoping other shows get safe. It's HBO Max, like. I don't know. Are there, what other shows can you think of or that you've seen on there? Um, I don't know. The thing the thing for me is mostly the shows that I know are probably going to be safe because I don't see them not being nominated for Emmys. You know, things like Succession, Westworld. Oh, I think they said Succession was safe. Um, uh, rap shit. Um, What's the Donald Glover you know, show? Those are the kind of Atlanta? Things. Atlanta. That's FX. Um, So I I see those as all safe projects. I don't see anything happening with with those. Um, Anything else outside of that, I think, is is up for is up for questioning. So. Well, I think that's what freaked out a lot of fans of the shows on HBO Max because they said there was a tweet from Soups that said 70% of the content you're seeing will get race, which I think was false advertising. I know, I know what you feel. (laughs) Um, But I think it should have been worded better saying shows in affiliation with HBO Max or these certain shows are getting booted off instead of worrying people about the original shows that they because I know HBO Max brings in a lot of viewership with a lot of their original content like Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon I'm I'm sure House of the Dragon is going to beat Premier Records for sure but these are all established products 
or by established individuals. What the fear is, is with new up-and-coming showrunners and writers and directors or have these projects now with HBO won't be able to their projects won't be able to see the light of day because HBO's development team has been reduced by 70%. So the the big debate, the big fear is the fact that we're not going to get as much original content as we were getting so that when shows like The Flight Attendant kind of blow up Correct. they don't get their moment in the sun but I do think there was this pandemonium as far as oh my god HBO's over it's the end of HBO Max why are they getting rid of all of their great content blah 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 I think it's more of we're looking at reducing what we are doing to focus on the projects that we know are gonna create the right. most money which is a terrible concept Really, but when you're looking at what's happened to Netflix in terms of their their subscriber base, they dropped like a million in like a month or something like that. So with Netflix dropping, with Netflix original content be getting worse over the last three, four years, HBO's looking at it like if we want to stay in the game, we might as well kind of put all our chips on the products that we know are going to be successful rather than investing in projects that we're not sure what that's going to be. So I get it from that perspective, but honestly, like, I do get people's fear with up and current projects because who knows, there's probably a Game of Thrones project in there somewhere that, that could be the next world phenomenon. And if we're not going to give it the time, we'll never see it blossom into what it could become. So you actually made some really good points, too, that I want to make real quick. Um, the first one being the streaming services. Um, I, I think who start, Netflix started original shows, right? Original shows and movies, which I think is honestly, in my, my opinion, brilliant because it's been um, Disney Plus has started doing that with their own original content. HBO Max has started doing that. Hulu has claimed their own original content. Um, who else? Amazon Prime has their own original content. They have some really good shows and movies on there. Um, don't know if you've seen The Terminalist yet with Chris Pratt. That's a phenomenal Amazon Prime show. Um, so, I mean, it works. It does. I think it just depends on how you view it. Because I know a lot of people are mad when they binge watch Netflix. Or HBO Max, they say, oh, Netflix should take a... And vice versa, I should take a page out of their book because I lose interest quickly. But um, I just think it's about how you percept it or how you how you choose to watch your show. Well, look at look at Apple TV. Look they at Apple TV. amazing shows I mean, too. You've got Ted Lasso, which is a culture phenomenon. You've got The Morning Show, which season two we haven't seen. Well, I haven't seen that. Oh, I don't me, know I binged that in like two days. That, which already came out. So I haven't seen that yet. Um, but it's uh, uh, C. So Apple TV has a bunch of really great Seeing Jacob, I'm kind of listening. Defending Jacob. (laughs) Defending Jacob. Sorry. Um, So, so so Apple TV's been doing a lot of original content, and it seems that original content works. But I think for HBO, the selling point is watching shows that you watched eight years ago, kind of like Disney. Whereas, like 
shows like The Wire, Sopranos, um, West Game Wing. of Thrones, you know, West Wing, those shows are kind of the ones that keep HBO where it is. But that's not to say that there isn't up and coming exciting projects like The Watchmen, like, you know, rap shit. So I'm, I think we'll see what's going to happen. I, I don't know what the direction yeah, I don't is. Know. Um, but I honestly don't think HBO is going to let up because they are the best platform right now and I'm pretty sure they know it in terms of viewership so I just think are that they really? some of those projects might have to oh they are definitely the Interesting. best in terms of interface in terms of what you get on it in terms of staying up to date and relevant in terms of honestly the catalog as well it's it's the best streaming service out there I, I don't Netflix doesn't touch it Prime has an awful user yeah. interface that only just got upgraded. Um, Hulu, I think, is slow and content is staggered. I think their original content is getting a lot better, but I mean, and that's only due to their connection with FX. So if FX wanted to just create their own service, it would be bomb. And then obviously Paramount Plus is a newcomer in the game and I don't think is really going to get to where HBO Max is. Because you got to think, like, HBO Max is, is also doing, like, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim content. That's They're great. also doing all of the Warner Brothers films. They're also doing all the Looney Tunes from back in the day cartoons. Also, all the stand-up specials are on HBO Max. And all of the best stand-up comedians go through an HBO system. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. But... I guess I'm just shocked because yeah. Netflix has had number one obviously they always have a number one show or movie but they've had like Stranger Things beat records so did Bridgerton season two so I guess I'm just shocked in that sense but like those are just two top shows that beat records whereas HBO Max is releasing like Harley Quinn which you haven't seen yet have you? I think they said they also said today that season four is like set or quote unquote it's set up or they're not they're not shocked if it would be in the works um, yeah, I guess I, I mean they that that's true though they do have rights to Warner Bros so they do have all the Harry Potters on there so I guess viewership does come in to effect mm-hmm. on that along with um, they're gonna have a field day with House of the Dragon though we were talking about today in my group chat everyone's stoked for it. I just hope it lives up to expectation I know that we've talked about the hype we've said we won't don't want to feed into the hype but I think once it gets closer um I we've all got to slow down just wait till it comes up slow down watch episode one I do also move forward I do also have to bring up I think um what's it called live tv I think that's going down the next at least couple years two years max they're moving everything down to um, streaming services now. From what I've noticed, they're moving Dancing with the Stars to Disney Plus starting in the fall. Um, the only major TV show that's even on air right now that I care about is Bachelor. And still, like that's that. This is that that could move to ABC or Disney Plus tomorrow because it's like technically it. they have the parental guide. They have the parental. Or Hulu, it's on Hulu. It is on Hulu, it? but it's you can watch but it next both, day on Hulu. 
It'll probably be in Hulu. Well, but it's an ABC show and Disney owns the rights to ABC. So I'm assuming it could go either way. And Disney owns Correct. Hulu. So I'm assuming, again, it could go either way. <laughs> I didn't know, because I, I read um, when the premiere happened. I don't know if you've been watching this season, but... I have barely been watching it, but I watch it when I have a chance. Um, this they, they shook it up, and they have two Bachelorettes, but this is, like, the lowest viewership so far out of, like, 22 seasons. So they're, like, they're saying they're going to be surprised if it moves over to a streaming service. That's the future. <laughs> um, any final thoughts anything we've talked about? Anything else you want to bring up that we haven't discussed? Cancel your cable. <laughs> no. Cut cut that cord. That's, that's really what it means. Because you'll be paying cable prices for individual platforms. And I'm already there and it's not great, but I prefer it than paying ridiculous amounts of money for cable. I, I can't see myself doing that. So I'm going I'm to leave my $10 a month for different streaming services and figure it out that's kind of where i'm living you know i i mean hbo max i can watch my shows live um i mostly just watch netflix now and it bachelor's the only show i watch on air so i watch it next day or a couple days after so that's the point where what do i really need it for exactly <laughs> i don't have any final thoughts well that is a great place to end. Oh, well, not even a great place to end, but a pretty <laughs> melancholy place to end. Um, we both agree on. <laughs> well, that was exactly. That was another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. And we will see you next time.